Yes, welcome back on the night I go back. We are diving right in. You got Ben, you got Higgins, podcast, movie, TV, etc. Higgins, what is up? <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Higgins you're loves so funny. wow. Higgins just funny. loves your comedy. good comedy. Higgins, appre- yes. Higgins is a man that appreciates I good don't, comedy. I don't know if I've ever met anybody funnier than you. It's it's interesting. I mean, so apparently you need to be uh, the best at something in order to criticize others at it, right? So so for mm-hmm. you, when you're criticizing the Celtics because they're doing so poorly, you <laughs> yes. could actually go on there and, and show them how it's done, right? 100%. Yes. Yeah, totally. And totally. we all know so, that. We've all seen me at the Y. So that's, can... why, that's why the implication that I can't call SNL bad, even though it objectively is, because I can't be okay. on SNL, that is, a, that is a poor comparison. You're starting weak here. You're starting very weak. Let's just... Let's just... Get right into it, okay? Oh, should we? So, should we get into? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just dive right into it, okay? You could tell you, there's some there's some baggage here. You could tell, yes. like coming into this, you know. So for those who don't follow our Twitter, which is about pretty much about everybody, um, our Twitter is fucking tight. By the way, I'm just gonna throw oh, that out there. It's yeah. worth checking out. Tight like a toyga. Yeah. Um, so I posted <laughs> from the. From the uh, representing the both of us, representing which, both and I of the felt boys, pretty strongly to do that. I mean, I stand by my my move. <laughs> Based on I what posted... you know about me, you know I love SNL, so you were like, <laughs> "I'm going to get this right on." I there. posted a skit from last night's SNL on our Twitter that I said, and I don't have the tweet in front of me, but um, I pretty much said it was the funniest thing I'd seen in a long time, and might maybe a little hyperbolic, but um, it was really funny. The skit was really funny, and. Fucking pretentious Pete over here. What did you think of the, what did you think of the, uh, if, if it's not too pretentious, let me ask you, what what, yes. what about the sketch specifically did you find funny? Okay, so, <laughs> I, I mean, the whole thing, first of all, just every, every, the whole every, thing, oh good, there good. Was, okay, the two, the two ones that made me LOL the most were when, um, for those who don't, just look at our Twitter, follow, if you, if you don't look at the Twitter, it's the, um, it's get ready for this, cutting, guys. Get ready. Cutting, <laughs> it's, the, it's the cutting the cable or canceling the cable sketch. From Tr- trigger last warning. SNL. We're about it's to uh, finally talk about SNL's finally about to uh, to approach with, this 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 landmine subject. Who's, host. Um, who's good? Who's really good? He was, by the he way. was good. And you, yeah. I know you didn't because you don't do anything SNL. But did you see happen to see his monologue from last night? No. Was it good? He got his monologue was fine. I mean, it wasn't. It was obviously written for him. But um, he got the probably the biggest applause slash standing ovation slash whatever than i've heard any guest host get in a long time and i don't He's, know why why is he back in the i should know this and i'm sure succession right that's right that's right yeah. that's what it is um, which, which by the way okay we'll talk about succession in a second okay continue continue your okay. rant here anyway so cutting the cutting uh canceling cable is the sketch um two things that i found really funny about it was the constantly being put on hold with a different with a different representative. Which is, I can relate which is, to that, buddy. Yeah. Oh. But the, the scene, the the one when they cut, when they when they cut to Keenan, and he's playing the like the, the installer. Uh, I thought that was and the dumbest part of the no, sketch. No, so this is this that I found to be so funny, and it's probably because I had a personal experience similar to that about three years ago, back before I was I completely cut cable. Um, I was looking into uh, Direct TV. Because it was cheaper, mm-hmm. and I simply called Directv 
and said, I'm interested in, you know, finding out more about this, blah, 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 blah. And they said, okay, we'll send somebody to your a representative to your <laughs> house, to your house to go over some of the stuff with you. And I was like, perfect, fine. They're like, he'll, he'll, this was like Sunday. And they're like, he'll come, he'll, he'll be there Tuesday afternoon. I was like, perfect. Wait, you want that? You want someone to come and like talk to you? Why do they need it to was, talk to you in person? I don't know. It was, it was, it was pre-pandemic. Things were weird. Okay. Things were wild. True, true. Um, and so I'm at home Tuesday and literally a, I see, I see a, I hear a thud and I see a ladder go get set up <laughs> and the guy <laughs> climbs my roof and starts to install a satellite. Dish. Oh. And I go out there and I'm like, Hey, Hey, what's going on? And, I would be fucking furious. Yeah, if they and he, that. and he like, and he didn't speak English that well. So there was a little bit of like, he's like, no, no, I, I, you call, I, I do this. And I was like, no, that's that. I call, I call for like a consultation, not for a, not for an installation. And there was like, I had to get on the phone because he like, he wouldn't, he like wouldn't come off my roof. Um, that's so shitty. That's yeah. such a shitty business practice. Right. So I had to call and like, they canceled it and finally, and that was it. We never even got a consultation. I was like, you know what? This is, I'm done with sticking with, I'm sticking with Xfinity. Um, so that scene in the sketch with Keenan being like, I'm on your really street. Where are resonated I? with you. It, really it resonated made me laugh you. because it literally happened. So I feel like that happens more often than not. Um, and then, you know, a couple of the scenes where like, he's like, he asked the woman how she's doing and she starts crying. Yeah, and that's like, pretty good. I liked yeah. when um, <laughs> I actually, the one time I deli- I like actually laughed in the sketch is when um, they like, for some reason, bring up in like one of the little recordings between people, <laughs> they talk about this, they bring up No Nut November. And he's like, yeah. he's like No Nut November, what? <laughs> yeah. That's actually, that's actually pretty And funny. then Bowen Yang is great. Bowen as, Yang like, is awesome. As, um, as Spectrum, the almighty Spectrum. Bowen, um, Bowen Yang is one of the bright spots of SNL right now, as right. is, um, the dude I was thinking of is, is I think Kyle Mooney is his name. The dude Kyle Mooney the was in that sketch. He, so. I know, I know. He's, yeah. he's, I think he's really funny too. Um, so we, this got us off on a tangent because. Man, we got, we you, got into it you pretentious Pete didn't even watch the sketch. And when I, and you instead decided to rip on it because mm-hmm. it's SNL. And for some mm-hmm. reason, SNL must've done something to one of your family members. I assume that. that yeah. The, you the can't just, you can't just dislike something. It has no. to have been like a John wick style. Like SNL <laughs> yeah, did they, my dog did they kill your puppy? Um, I, there are a lot of funnier things on TV than SNL. I, I agree. I and I think where maybe we got lost in translation a little bit. No, we didn't. Was, I know exactly what you were saying. And I, <laughs> you think that I am like like Roger, who was like I've watched every episode of SNL for the last thirty eight years. Like I'm not like that. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that. That has nothing. I don't I think no, SNL's funny. Okay. That has. You do think SNL's funny I because you said the sketch from SNL was one of the sketches, funniest thing you've seen in the past like several years. That, like that's but, wild. That's but crazy. That, but it was. And and again, humor is subjective and. It's in the eye of the beer holder. Beer holder. <laughs> hey, what a full body, female body. Inspector. I need to be a fucking beer holder to get one chuckle out of SNL. I'll tell you that oh, much. Jeez. You already admitted that I want major chuckles. So. That's true. And I was, I was um, drinking a beer on the toilet. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, no, I just feel like um, it's so, isn't that such like a, don't you feel like you're being pandered to? Like that, like the comparison I made in the, in the text chain was, um, that's the equivalent of the of 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 Jerry Seinfeld yeah. riffing on airplane food, right? It's it's like just kind of like, yeah, wow, like calling into a call center. That's a that's always really annoying. <laughs> but like it, like I said, know. like I brought up in the like I brought up in the text chain how a few episodes ago on this very podcast, this one, this very on, podcast at on the night I go back. Yes, we talked about how um, 
it's not everything has to be Apatow level comedy where it's like smart and well-written. You can just kind of laugh at the stupid stuff. And this is the lowest low hanging fruit, lowest common denominator. So it can, even though it's contrived and been done before by, you know, literally every sketch and sketch show or, you know, comedian, you know, since cable has been around, it still can be funny. Here's here. Okay. Sorry. Finish your thought. I was done. Okay. Here's, (laughs) Here's the here's the issue that I have with our exchange this morning, is <laughs> you sent that thing about S- SNL. Yes, I uh, responded to it critiquing SNL, and then yes. you immediately come back at me and you're like, "Oh, pretentious Pete." I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, but like you implied it, and you thought all day to get to that point where you had that insult. I was, I was stewing. I was stewing all day. I was critiquing SNL, and you turned that into a critique of me, and that's what I don't appreciate. Let's check the tape. Let's check the tape. We'll include the transcript. We'll release the transcript. We will. No, I'm going back to the the tweets. You're actually going to go back to the tweet. Oh, good, because my tweets were fucking hilarious. I like really got you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. You know what? I was actually more so angry at Jeremy because, of course, Jeremy has to be all snide and be certain. Um, yes. So, so you say, wow, SNL isn't pulling any punches with this one. Yes, which is you say that like like that's funny. Like that's that's okay. a funny. And then I funny. said, it's OK to admit it was funny. This is a safe place. That that wasn't a critique on you. That was, uh, let's keep going. And then, and keep going. then Hutz <laughs> chimed in with the triggered. Um, and then I think that's where <laughs> you ended, were right? triggered. I think that's where it ended. That's where it ended. Uh, oh, no, uh, then, then you said. Sorry, you're right. SNL is very funny, arguably peaking right now. And then I just, said, just admit, <laughs> then I said, just admit you didn't, you didn't watch the sketch, which you didn't watch the sketch. No, I didn't. So, no. no. That, so like I was I wasn't critiquing you necessarily out of spite. I was just pointing out obvious facts that you hadn't. But you turned sketch. it now. I mean, walking what you walked away from was I don't like SNL because I am pretentious. And that's uh, not, well, that's, that's only that's partially the, true. That's the that's bit only that I'm playing. Right? That's the bit that I'm playing right now, playing up to our audience. And believe me, well, they who, really appreciate it. Yeah, those who know you don't. I mean, I those like are, come on, me pretentious. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking Ben Everyman, baby. I am the man of the people. Ben Everyman. Ben Everyman. Um, Banana Man. Banana man. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, I, uh, how, how's it going? <laughs> it was great. Had a great day. Yeah, it actually. Was, so, so okay. So we've resolved this. So, I think. We, yeah. I what, wanna, what, I, what I'm walking I away from more. I feel like I I'm. Then we agree that I'm. I'm in the right. Right. What exactly? What exactly are you in the right about? Just that that, SNL is not funny. I there's, there's so like I said aspects this, of yeah, SNL. So we are both in the right because you say SNL as a whole is not funny, and I say and I agree with you. But I said this sketch is funny, and you agreed with that. And by the way, let's not insult uh, Roger. You can insult Jeremy all you want, but let's no. let's let's not insult Roger. I I I appreciate the dedication to the art of still watching SNL at this point as like appointment viewing TV. Like it's not for me, but, but like we all have different tastes, right? right. And like, at, he, at least he's committed. You're sure. like, you're trying to have it both ways. Actually, this is the, you know what? You're trying to have it both ways. You're like, oh, SNL is lame. Like I can still be cool and pretentious <laughs> just like Ben, but I'm also going to say that this one sketch was fucking high art, which is, which is just, which is just unreal. Right. Like you're, you're I trying to have it both ways. You're the piece of shit. You're the piece of shit. Yeah, well, I that's true. I put art. those words right into your old, yeah. uh, your old tongue and old mouth. <laughs> you only got uh, one old mouth. One so old mouth. okay, so okay, so we're we're both feeling good about this. I Our also friendship feel like is fine. maybe yes, but I also and this is going to be a little personal. I also feel uh, like what, maybe we you, don't... Didn't, you didn't get the sketch because you've never had cable. So like having to call and cancel it was probably nothing that you've ever. Had yeah, but do. calling cable 
it's just like you it's like you can relate to canceling things like canceling a gym membership which i which i definitely have done before yeah it's like the same thing right where it's like impossible and they make you jump through all sorts of hoops canceling internet even getting internet changed to a new address they're like trying to like I, I, we, everyone can, I mean, this is kind of what I'm talking about where it's like, oh, you know, uh, microwavable uh, uh, TV uh, and, dinners. And, here I, and, and I'm going to say something that, we, that I think is a broader discussion. Do you think that SNL dumbs it down because they're afraid? Because, and, and I don't want to sound stupid, but like too late. Uh, <laughs> this, this woke mob culture, like where people are looking to tear things down for even the little bit, littlest bit of offense. No, do you think, that, do you think they're dumbing it down because it's safe and they know they can't get in trouble? I don't, I don't know, because I'd say that, I mean, SNL is something that's frequently pointed to by the, by the right as like the liberal media or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, SNL is, is, is liberal, like, like left facing. Right. So right, I, sure. I think that they don't, you know, I, I do, you know what they pull punches because they're on they're because they're on broadcast TV. I know they're late night, but like, they still can't do really like, like heavy themes. They can't do swearing. Right. I mean, that's like kind of, you know, if I think about, cause I, I, I was thinking about this, like, okay, I like sketch comedy. I don't like SNL. What mm-hmm. I like is like, I think you should leave like, like um, uh, scripted sketch comedy. Right. And I that's think there's I like a, the digital shorts and everything. Like right. That. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's, that's why I like the digital shorts too. Like that's more, that's more my style. And one of the things that separates the digital shorts, YouTube content, like SNL, the one thing they're doing right, right now, is is pulling digital creators of like TikTok and YouTube content mm-hmm. into their into their writers room and, and making the digital shorts and stuff. There's there's more freedom and flexibility. Um, right. You know, like if you think about the funniest SNL has been in the past like 15, 20 years. Like I'm thinking dig- like, like Lonely Island digital Lonely shorts Island, exactly, yeah. and like Dick in a right. Box, right? And that's not something right. that's something that like they needed to get Lonely Island in on the con uh, in on into the writers room in order to actually feel comfortable doing that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. so no, I don't think they're trying to pull any punches. What I think it is, and this is kind of because you know who else really liked the sketch was Jamie. She she like independently was like, this is. Uh, did you see? see the sketch? I feel this I feel funny. like I feel like Jamie and I have a lot in common. It's a, shame, it's a shame that she's dead now. Um, I basically, but... I basically married a female dead Higgins. <laughs> oh man, that is the worst thing you've ever said about her. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not going to like that. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I am kidding. Scream. She's you way better. Scrub that. She's oh, way better than you are. I get that. I get um, that. But she said she liked it because she loves Bo and Yang, and she, you know, she likes. She still watches like like you do. Like she'll watch like highlights from the night before, right? I, yeah, to watching the actual. Um, and I feel and like it's gotten it, a lot so. of. I feel like it, this season has gotten a lot of hype for being one of the better seasons in the last like decade or so. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that's, that could be Bo and Yang. That could be the fact that it's finally, you know, post Trump and like things can be a little, they can just do like, just, yeah. like to focus on anything else. Yeah. And it literally anything else. Um, yeah. That's but... a good point. So w- with Jamie, she pointed out, you know, I mean, these are definitely some of the funniest people in the country. I mean, I, I don't think that, I don't think the, the writers of SNL are not, funny i right. think the writing is not funny and i think that's a that's a uh, like kind of what we were talking like a, a result of what we were talking about you know having being limited by kind of to your point society or whatever being limited by being on broadcast tv even if it is late night um but uh you know what she pointed out and i think it's a great point is um they, they do this in a week right i mean it's really right. easy for me to sit, sit here and be like oh, 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 it's stupid this is a stupid thing but like they put this shit together in basically a week time right i mean that's right well it's really yes no like like we don't well, yes so 
to answer that, yes, they do. I mean, it, when they, the, I think the guest comes in on Wednesday and like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they, they really hammer it out, but we don't know how long these, these sketches have been sitting someplace just waiting for the right host to come in and do it, you know? Well, fine. Fair enough. But I mean, waiting, you know, getting the right host together, getting the right cast members in the right roles. Like there's still work right. that needs to happen, even if sure. the sketch already exists. So I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. They need to put this together in a week. They're not all, it's not all going to be hilarious. Right. No, it, I agree. So I, I give them some credit and I don't, I get, I, I really like it. I think Roger's the same. I'm, I'm sure Roger could, can agree with to this. If you listen to any X writer, any X cast member besides like tina fey mm-hmm. who's like still pro like because i think she's still getting paid by warren michaels mm. um they all talk about how grueling it is to be on yeah, snl totally. and how how demoralizing it can be because you know you you, you try and you try to get a sketch on and then you think it's going to get on and then last minute it gets cut and like then you're just not heard from you know yeah and right. uh david spade talks about that about how you know, he was, he was cut from so many sketches last minute for, in favor of like Dana Carvey or in mm-hmm. favor of like Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sound and Jim Brewer. I remember Jim Brewer talking about it on one of one podcast. I forget which one about how writers would just backstab each other to like get their sketches on. And it was really like a hostile environment to like work in the writer's room. So I like, I really, like, I'm interested by all that because yeah. I'm sure it definitely doesn't, make you want to get up and go to work every day when you feel like you're not being appreciated and someone's stealing all your, all the, all your airtime. Yeah. So. This is the other issue I have with SNL kind of related to what you were just saying here. I mean, you mentioned some of the, you know, you mentioned some more significant people that have been on in the past 20, 25 years. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think SNL is an instant, of course, SNL is an institution and it's huge and it's a huge break for comedians if they get added to the cast or the writer's room or whatever. Um, I look at the current, and I know it's everyone says this every year, but like you look at the current cast and you compare it to like, <laughs> good Lord, bless you. Mute yourself next time you're sneezing. I did. Oh, I, <laughs> I muted it. And then I must've clicked it as I sneezed, unmuted myself. Oh, good man. God. This is the person I'm debating with. Oh um, my God. Oh, just, you don't want to see this microphone. It's right all now. over your, <laughs> Oh my God. It's Ooh. all over your microphone. That is, that is really good. <laughs> Um, it's just like the, it doesn't compare to the heyday, right? So you always no, are going right, to, in the back right. of your mind, compare whatever ha- is happening on SNL right now to like the generations of cast that's come before that have been sure. like really the funniest people on the planet. So right. that's another thing is it's hard to it's hard to get out of its own shadow. And you almost feel like outside of Keenan, who you know is just such a uh, uh, his face is just so well recognized everywhere. Like you can't, I can't imagine any star from this, any cast member from this season, from this uh, cast going on to be like a Will Ferrell or an Adam Sandler or even a David Spade. Like they just don't seem like they have that movie star quality, you know, is like um, that is Pete Davidson still in the cast? Oh, I don't know. Actually, I think he probably, I think he is. So yeah, I forgot about Pete Davidson. Honestly, well, I don't, I actually, I don't, I yeah. would not compare him to like a Ferrell or anything, but like he's reached a level of, uh, you know, he's reached a certain level. Yeah. Now he's, now he's dating Kim K. Yeah, I mean so. he's you know he's all over the place with that shit. He's you he know, got more Kim, power to he got, him. He got Kim Kardashian to go to Staten Island, which I mean it's got to be. Uh, yeah, I'm I not mean, going to Staten Island. Not even no. Pete Davidson or whatever he's you know packing there. I heard um, it's, I heard it's pretty significant. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk after dark next <laughs> year. Next, that's our next dark. episode. Um. Okay. Good. Okay. Good stuff. So we all. I'm really glad that we got to a place where we all agree with me. <sighs> <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying. Um. So let's shift a little bit here. 
Sure. You, did you go to Chuck E. Cheese today? I did go to Chuck E. Cheese today. Okay, expand um, on that. Uh, it was a uh, birthday party for one of Riley's friends, um, and we went to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, I don't know how really to expand on it. It's um, what did you so like? What is you? What's the vibe there for parents? Oh, it's a nightmare. It sounds um, awful. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Um, just a lot of running around and the chaos and kids crying because there's a giant animatronic mouse. <laughs> like it's 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 everything I remember from Chuck E. Cheese. Like did we right. ever did you ever go to a Chuck E. Cheese growing up? Yeah, like when I was really young. Yeah. We didn't really have them in the in the area. No, we had like, you know, Discovery Zone. DZ, right, Starland. And, uh, yeah. Starland, yeah. But this was everything I remember. Um what was cool was the 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 party the person whose party was their parents got all the kids like the wristbands mm. that you can just touch the the games and like i don't know how much money got preloaded they might they might even be like paying after the fact um but the kids got to essentially play the games for it's free. like an open bar <laughs> right uh so i used <laughs> i used riley got done using her wristband like she just wanted to like hang out with her friends not really play games so I took the wristband and I went over to the pop and shot. Nice. And I just, and I literally just kept, I played for like 25 minutes. Gotta love pop and shot. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to get a bill for like $50 now, for the pop and shot. These kids can't even lift the basketball. <laughs> um, no, it was fine. Um, a lot of kids. Yeah. Uh, there was like five birthday parties there today. So that was kind of like, it was like very hectic. And it was on like right during the Patriots game. Right. So right, right. like I missed like 98% of the game. But uh, other than that, it was fine. there at all? No, I was like kind of expecting that they would, but there was like no. I kind of remember Chuck E. Cheese having like a restaurant attached to it. Yeah, well, like at least a little eating area for the pizza. Right. Well, so like like, they just brought out pizzas and like you eat at the table that you were sitting at. Like there was no like place to order the pizza from. Is the pizza any good? I didn't have any, um, but the kids looked like they liked it. Riley doesn't like eat that much pizza, and she had like two or three slices. So I think she, I think it must have been must have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, other than that, it was fine. So cool. I will. I won't be going back anytime soon. No, so. no, wouldn't not returning. No. That's and fair. they do it. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but to prevent kidnapping, when you when you come into the bill, when you come into Chuck E. Cheese, they stamp you with a like an invisible ink stamp. That's like it, like kind of uh, individualized. Like it's it's a different it's a different stamp for each person. And then on the way out, they use a like a black light on you and match your stamp to your kid's stamp to make sure that you have the right kid. And that, oh, you're not wow. kidnap, yeah, not trying to kidnap somebody. That's fucking bleak. So, which means like that must have been happening a ton for. Yeah, to, no uh, kidding. That is uh, so, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So that's the that's the only other thing that I noticed has changed since when we were kids. When you could just kind of like willy nilly walk in. How were the prizes? Did you look at the prize table? Uh, so no, so I I didn't because I was expecting tickets after all the games, but all the stuff gets loaded into that little wristband mm, that the kids digital, had. So yeah. like I never I don't even know how many tickets we Riley had on there, but um from afar I think they had like pretty cool stuff. I think they, I saw like a like a Elsa costume, like a uh, that is like, cool, like some like regular stuff, you know. Yeah, that they normally have, but it was it was fun. So all right, so you don't think I should make that one of my destinations when I'm back on the East Coast next week? Uh, I wouldn't. No, no. I think you you seen one Chuck E. Cheese. You've seen them all. I can we, just we can just do it here. We can just have Chuck E. Cheese here. That's so. true. That's true. You should get a Papa Shot thing for your basement. I wanted one when we first moved in. I wanted to get one, and then I just never did. And sure, you know. Now, now I think if the time has passed. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but anyway, how how was your day? How was we? How was your? So this is our first time recording since Halloween. How was your Halloween? Oh, good. So last weekend we went to Seattle for the weekend, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was Halloween weekend. We were back here for trick or treating. 
Um, but Seattle was great. Seattle had just enacted a vaccine mandate for, I don't know what exactly it was for, but Mm -hmm. it was, we had to show our vaccine card for pretty much everywhere that we went restaurants. We went to the movie theater. I saw a movie, um, and you had to, and they, they, they were required to check your vaccine card and your ID to match it up wherever you went. No, even so say you didn't have a vaccine card, but you had like a negative test. You could do a negative test like within the past seven or 14 days or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, Seattle, at least where the area we stayed in seems like they are very, very, um, COVID procedure friendly. So like Mm -hmm. everyone was wearing masks everywhere we went, even like sometimes outside, like people were enforcing mask stuff, the vaccine mandates, that kind of thing. So like we did stuff that we wouldn't necessarily do around here because we felt a little more comfortable like right. going to like a place, you know, we, we did like conveyor belt sushi, for example, which is something I haven't done since before mm-hmm. um, uh, COVID. And that's like, because they're checking everyone's vaccine status. It's still like a little more risky than normal, a normal restaurant, but like, right. You know, you feel a little more at Safe. ease doing yeah. that. Yeah. So which I think is the point for, for all totally. these things to, yeah. Totally. So. Yeah. so I think it, so that was really good. So the C- Seattle was just a, Seattle is just a cool place. Seattle is just a really cool city in, in general. Um, we went to like Pike place. It was like their, their little like market, like that's downtown mm-hmm. and their big, you know, their big thing there. Did you catch uh, any fish in those, uh, no, they, in they the fish, fish tossing? Yeah, no, yeah, we yeah, saw them know. do the fish tossing, but we didn't, uh, I didn't, oh, I man. didn't try to intercept any of them myself, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, we had lots of good food and, and, um, you know, it was a good, it was a good trip. And then we got back Sunday, which was Halloween. We had probably approximately a hundred trick-or-treaters. So really good numbers, good numbers. Yep. Um, wow. there were a lot of them. There did you leave them. any, did you leave it at the end of the driveway or did you actually have the kids come? No, we had the them come and do the, do the whole come to the, knock on the door, trick-or-treat type of thing. Um, wow. So it was just like, a, that's a lot like of a doorbells. That's a lot of doorbell rings. It's Most it don't... was probably 50, 50 ringing and knocking because people like to mm-hmm. knock too. So, yeah. Um, but it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of little kids dressed. A lot of getting up. Yeah. We were getting up and down and up and down and up and down. Nah, not, um, for, not for me. No, no. I, no, I had a not. table at the end of the driveway with, with uh, the bowl of candy on it. So yeah. Yeah. I think that would have been fine too. Jamie likes seeing the costumes. So, right. um, you know, so that was good. And then, you know, did a week of work. It was pretty normal. And then this week we went and bought trees and we planted them in the yard, in the front and backyard. I thought you were trying to get rid of trees or was it, was no, it that's my, you, you, Oh, that's me. Right. That's yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. We that's have me. a backyard that is uh sunset facing and we don't have a lot of tree cover. So we get ass blasted with that sun. So oh. we put a tree in the back, kind of like where the sun typically sets. So it's going to grow and, you know, give us some shade there. Right. We put a tree in the front, put a bush in the front. We just did a lot of digging, a lot of planting, a lot of like, how long is know, that going to take now? I mean, uh, years. I mean, Oh God. I don't have the time kind of time. The one that we planted in the backyard is like already, I'd say 12 feet tall. Um, so it'll, it'll give us a little bit of shade, but like it'll be mm-hmm. 10 years before it's even close to the size of the other one that we've already had in the backyard. What kind of trees are they? It's like a maple tree. And like the one in the front is like a white flowering tree. Um, so yeah, so we're just, you know, doing some landscaping and uh, it was like legitimate shit. Like we had to like dig up, dig up the hole and, you know, plant the tree and water it and do all sorts of crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I got a lot of activity this weekend and I'm feeling a little, a little sore, a little tired. Oh, a little yeah. sore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and we did, uh, we did a little Jackbox last night with the boys, which you just oh, yeah. I, as we, no, it's okay. I you don't skipped, to explain I yourself skipped, to me. You I skipped, you know, yeah. You just don't. I skipped. 
Whoever, no, who, you, uh, I, who were you hanging out with at the bar? That's so much better than us. That was, it was a retirement party for a woman that I worked with. So, oh, well, I see. So it's functionally someone who you have no relationship with. And you'd rather <laughs> hang out with them than hang out with Well, never friends. see again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, cool. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Uh, Joe, and also Joe Rogan was there. So that was, so that a was. A Joe Rogan lookalike. You should have walked up to him and been like, hey, I have a podcast too. And you would have been like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? fight about it? <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of Joe Rogan, hey, Doctor Joe Rogan, how about Aaron Rodgers, dude? He had a week. He did. Um, he had a week. What a fucking nut, dude. He it got from bad, and then he just made it so, 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 so much worse with that interview th- that he did. Yeah. Do you think he's killed any chance of anything coming his way when it comes to like endorsement deals? Nah, nah. He'll or- be fine. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's been like the the quarterback of the of the league for the past like 10 years i mean he's he'll be he'll be okay this will blow over even though like he lied like he i maintained can understand pl- plausible deniability if you're a if you're a fucking like big wig at like pepsi and you're trying to like and you have an opportunity to get aaron Rodgers to represent your brand you're looking at that and you're being like okay i buy that he uh he never said he never technically said he was vaccinated he said he was immunized and he never right. lied he didn't lie to the public so it's yeah not i guess bad. i guess the i guess the Which real is bullshit blame goes, by the well, way well the real blame goes to the packers organization because they allowed him to travel with the team which you're not supposed to if you're unvaccinated they allowed him to not wear masks on the sideline which yeah. you're not supposed to do if you're unvaccinated they so. they definitely knew they swept it under the rug because it's their star quarterback and, and remember the issues that Rogers had with the team at the beginning of the year. Now, looking back, yeah. I wonder how much of that was uh, well, because did he you... brought his own research to the fucking team and they laughed him out <laughs> of the building because he's an idiot. Well, they, well now how about how stupid they look now and in, in that they were offered San Francisco offered them four first round picks for Aaron Rodgers last season. And he, they said, no, yeah, they and Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers was willing to go there. I think he was willing. To, I think he has a no trade clause or something. And he was willing to waive it to go to San Fran Four first round picks. Yeah. Jesus and that, and one of them would, I mean, what it would have been Justin or uh, Trey Lance is Trey Lance. The one Yeah, Trey, Trey Lance yeah, is yeah. the one that's on. It yeah. would have been Trey Lance and then additional, like another, another player. You know, right, and they wouldn't have gotten so they drafted uh, what's his name, Jordan Love. This that was this like two draft. years ago, it was two that years was ago. Like okay, so they, sorry, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. So they would have they would have had him as well, right? Um, yeah, they definitely should have done that. I mean, he's a fucking certified nut job. He is, as far as I'm concerned, he's killed any kind of likability or credibility that he's ever, yeah. He's ever and I had. kind of, I like, I was an Aaron Rodgers fan. I liked Even, him. I thought he was. I, cool. I could see. I could. I could get through. I could get by like him just being an asshole. Like right. that. I mean, like right. everyone. I mean, look at the, they're all look assholes. At my, look yeah, at my yeah. podcast hosts. I can. I can stomach assholes. That's um, right. That's right. You can stomach <laughs> yourself every single day. <laughs> um, so it's not. That's not a big deal. Um, but this is like it's. It's really hard to look past this and be like, yeah, like you can't I look can, past. You can't look yeah. past it. He has killed any goodwill that he has, and he getting on to that interview that podcast or whatever he did and just spouting off the, yeah. Spouting off the typical right wing anti-vax talking points about doing your own research and and shit like that. Like that's the kind of shit that you, that you spout off when you uh, are know that you did something wrong and you, and you don't want to, and you don't want to admit it. Right. Right. You know, and you know, deep down that you're doing something wrong, but you're like, you're too much. You're too fucking full of yourself. He's take committed. He's take committed. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. So uh, I don't. I like you. Almost respect you. You respect guys like Cole Beasley a little bit more because at least they and like Kyrie Irving honest. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like you know, I just don't want to do it. If you like, had told me, and I, I kind of, I, I kind of agree with that. If you had told me like, hey, you're gonna, <laughs> someone's gonna make Cole Beasley look a little bit better 
yeah. around the middle of the season. If you had told me that like six months ago, I would have been like, there's no fucking way. Like, so, but you're right. Be, be honest. If you're going to be a fucking uh, anti-vax weirdo, like be honest about it so that people can know to avoid you. This is person that I know, and I won't say where they know. I know them just in case. Shout <laughs> out do. Keith. Uh, yeah, shout out. No, it's not <laughs> Keith. For the first time, it's not Keith. Um, but they're not vaccinated. And the reason that they said they're not vaccinated is because they're too lazy to do it. They're like, they're, they're like I don't want to wait and, and do this. And I don't want to do this. And I don't want to do this. And I'm like, all right, it's a stupid reason. Don't no, get me wrong. that's bullshit. Don't give them that. Is, that is a but like, that is I respect excuse. that a little bit more than than I'm just doing my own research. I'm People do like, every day. They do things that are more annoying than getting the vaccine. Getting but this the vaccine person, is easy. This per- it, it checks out, though, because if you know, like this person is, is this someone lazy. who I know. No. <sighs> and this the person is very lazy. So like it does check out. It's like, OK, maybe maybe you really are just avoiding this because you don't want to No, that's definitely not. Like, no way, because there has to be a piece of you that's anti-vax if you're not willing to get off your ass, schedule an appointment and take 20 minutes to go. And no, I agree. Like, I, I think it's, a, I think that, I think the, this person is extremely stupid, extremely selfish and extremely irresponsible. However, I do like it more than the person that's like, yeah, I'm just doing my own it. research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, fair. Like, that's no, fair. Like, I'd rather just like, I'm just that's too lazy to get it, you yeah. know, because at least you're yeah. just being honest, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I had a, I had a great time laughing at Aaron Rodgers this week. I mean, he, we, he, we, we lit him up in the in the group chat. If so, if yeah. you're listening, Aaron, he's not going to he's not going to want to see those transcripts. <laughs> yeah. Adam was ruthless. Adam was ruthless. Actually, by the way, Adam, if Adam is listening, you can skip to the what is this the 25 minute mark? We're done talking about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and SNL. So it's good that you told him that after. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. Very helpful. We'll put, it, we'll put it in the we'll put it in the show in the yeah. show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, skip to the 25 minute mark. <laughs> Hi, Adam. Um, <laughs> shout out adam shout out adam yeah shout um out, out. are you ready for your big trip this week yes so week, i am yep on tuesday i'm i'm heading heading east and i'm gonna be back for a week i'm gonna do some work stuff hang out with pj then hang out with you and do the whole do the whole christening nice thing, nice nice which nice. is gonna be and we're going full speed ahead with that as far as you know yeah i talked to the yeah the the priest emailed me last night to get all of your your info and all of the info for uh what info exactly did you give him just like just just your date of birth and your social your social <laughs> and they wanted an up they wanted me to upload the most recent picture um list of your fears right, right, right. Uh, well, yeah you know pretty typical stuff sure totally mother's maiden name yeah um, yeah uh so yeah he asked for like your info and like the info for the the godmother and then you know charlotte's info and stuff like that probably they're probably going to put it in that week's like flyer pamphlet Ooh, whatever that'll be one so, for the scrapbook one for the refrigerator um right. so that'll yeah, be good so, so we're gonna hang out we're gonna hang out saturday yes at your place so, yes and then we're and, going to do the christening sunday and then we're gonna go to lunch have you yep. picked a place yet yeah we picked a place um a nice little italian joint nice this is called called rocco's oh uh, yeah so that's going to be Peabody. It's in Wilmington. Um, and yeah, so that, and then that's Sunday afternoon and then, yeah, that's it. But I'm looking forward to seeing you and I'm looking forward. Maybe we can do what we have been doing and, and try to get some people together on Saturday afternoon slash yeah. Saturday evening. We should put the, hang we'll, out. yeah, we'll get everyone. Let's get everyone uh, involved in that. We can yeah make some invites and see if some people can, can swing. Maybe, by. maybe Roger can come by. Yeah. Maybe Roger, Roger and Katie and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I've seen Pari in a while. That would be nice. His, yeah, well, his kid and wife. And... I don't know if Pari's going to. Well, no, he definitely won't go to your house. He thinks no. you're an idiot, but. Um... Right. We'll probably have to find a local, uh, a neutral location. Like Ooh, did, you have, did you have Burger King for lunch? I've been sipping on this for the entire show. Yeah, I had I had Burger King on the way home. What'd you have? 
I had the original chicken sandwich. Nice. The long boy. Very good. The long boy. I hated the long way too. Yeah. (laughs) One bite. Like, uh, like like the cone heads. Uh, Oh, I see. I see. Good. Uh, Okay. Uh, so good. So I think we're all, you know, I'm looking forward to hanging out this weekend and, or this upcoming weekend and yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Have you now, we talked last time. Now, is this something you're saying? Can I ask you if you're saving for what you've been watching this week? for the uh the halloween marathon that you were gonna that you were going to do we can no? we can touch on that i only watched the first halloween and i only thought it was okay oh i again i like maybe it's just that type of movie but like i like the slashing parts and the rest of it was just a little campy for me well i, I mean, think it just doesn't it just doesn't you know that's just don't, the, don't do not say it does not hold up it, it does do, much... to a certain extent it doesn't hold up i mean compared to the uh, modern uh, if you're looking for a modern like a like a legitimately scary halloween movie that would scare an adult right now like we talked about mm-hmm. this when we were talking about the scariest movies that we've that we've watched right a lot of it right. is, is is a lot and you made a great point which is like is it the movie or is it the experience a lot of it is like mm-hmm. the experience of watching it if you're younger watching a scary movie it's going to be scarier than if you're if you're older someone like me who watches every piece of crap horror movie that come that comes out right i mean like that's true so, that's true you know and uh, it's probably you don't even realize how much of the horror that you've watched has been directly influenced by halloween yeah i mean i'm know? sure i mean i do realize that but i just that doesn't I don't think mean you, do. you, you don't think i do yeah no, you Th- don't. that doesn't mean. I mean, and that's like you know. I think you should leave is heavily influenced by Saturday Night Live, but Whoa. that doesn't mean I like Saturday Night but, Live. But not that sketch that I'm talking about. That's no, the sketch you're talking about was uh, was literally just just put together in a in a in a laboratory for the for the Higgins type to 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 really think it's funny. <laughs> There's like a picture of me on the on the bulletin board. With a bunch of things pointing to me. It's you, out. and it's yeah. like that picture of the guy that has the arms all the way like up and down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've got like a little a little wooden model of you on their desk, and they can pose in different ways. Yeah, <laughs> and they, that's. And they have like candid pictures of me like leaving my work and like leaving like Riley's school. Like, By like the way, these, that like... sketch would be funny. Like that, yeah. like that sketch where they made fun of themselves for that. That would be. See, that's funny. See, I am funnier than SNL. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Yes, you did. You hear it here um, every week at On the Night I Go Back. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. Um, all right, cool. So do you want to get into what you've been watching? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I will go first this time. Whoa. Yep. So I watched something this past week that you recommended in, I think, our most recent, if not two, second most recent episode. Okay. I watched Only Murders in the Building. Oh, girl, spill, spill. I thought it was good. I thought it was uh, the whole the whole season. Quite enjoyable. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, How about that final episode? The, the final episode was wild. And like the ending, I was like the ending. rolling with Steve Martin when he was drugged. Yeah. He, yeah when he was, that's oh classic. That's classic physical comedy. That's right down your alley. Yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, my know. God. And he's, he thinks he's making this big speech. And then yeah. they cut to him and he's like, he's still mumbling. There's oh, so, so many, funny. there's so many like elements of like 30 rock in, in that show, right, which is one of right. the reasons why I really liked it. But a lot of the humor, a lot of the humor style was the same. Uh, Martin Short was actually uh, probably the one of the three characters, the one I liked the least, but oh. he had some of the big, he had probably the biggest laughs. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Like uh, he's, he's just so mean, like he's so catty. Right. Like, uh, when, like when Selena Gomez is like, Oh, like uh, talking to uh, Steve Martin and he's, he said something very theatric and she's like, Oh, are you acting right now? I can't tell. And Martin Short is like, <laughs> oh, you'll know when he starts acting. <laughs> that that was like, that is like funny shit. Like, I thought that was really good. Or when he was, uh, when he's in the car with Steve Martin and then they're tracking um, Selena Gomez 
Um, that whole bit, the whole bit yeah. of them with them following them was. Hilarious. And he and, and Steve Martin talks about how you how he was fat for a little while, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Martin Short he like, pulls out the like, picture. He asks Siri to like Google whatever the guy's name is. Yeah, fat. yeah. <laughs> he brings up the picture. And he shows goes, him. "Oh God, oh, it was so like so many small stuff like that. It was just it was it's it. I said it's the most it was the most enjoyable show." on TV this year. Like I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really good. I think it's worth, it's worthy of the buzz it's getting. I think you got three leads who are each prolific in their own way. Like I think Mm -hmm. Selena Gomez has earned. And didn't she get her, I think she held her own with with two. She did. I mean, she, she held her own. um, Yeah. And even, even with, even with all, there were a lot of other like great actors and actresses who were in that show as well. And she held, she held her own with, with all of them. What I enjoyed about it with her was, Outside of, I think, like the first episode, they, there's like a very quick scene where she's taking a shower. Yeah. And like, you don't, you, you don't see anything. It's taste. It's not like, you know, it's, I think it's tastefully done, as they say, but it's to show the tattoo that she has and matches with the tattoo right. of somebody else. Yeah. But anyway, outside of that scene, she's not sexualized in the show. No, at all. not in any way, which is great and because, like, you know, you don't need that. That, that, that was really don't. And it was, it was nice to see. And I, and you knew, I figured that was going to be the case because I feel like Steve Martin. Who and I think Martin Short both have yeah both have writing credits and creative credits on the show. Um, you knew they weren't going to just do that, but it was nice to see that like she didn't have to be the sex pot. She didn't have to be like the the young you know hot girl to like get you to watch and enjoy her being in the show. Like it it's her character evolved like a regular person. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it was nice to see her not be just. Um, like a sex object yeah i mean yeah, i see, yeah, I see yeah, definitely yeah. what you're saying uh um i also thought amy ryan was very good uh you know because we talked about mm-hmm. how good she is in general and i thought she was great in this role especially you know spoilers. did you see that coming did you see that split did you no see that not coming? really it's it was one of those shows where like oh it could be this person it could be this Which, person yeah, but i never like honed it, in yeah. on someone who was like i think it's definitely this person they did a good job of keeping it ambiguous enough that it was that it was interesting you know so right. um I thought she was really good. And then, and then, you know, of course, spoilers coming for the show and it, it is a show that can't be spoiled. So just mm-hmm. give you, give people a minute, to turn it off. Uh, I uh, thought that when she kind of flipped on a dime to being crazy, because you right. find out that she's the one who committed the murder. Um, that was really well acted because she just right. like, just all of a sudden, like almost like she just turns it off. Right. She's just, right. Oh, I don't, have to, I don't have to play for you anymore. Like, yes, I'm crazy. I did it. I'm so like, it's like a cat and mouse game. She's like, I'm so happy that you're actually challenging me here. Right. Right. That's, I, that's cool. It was, I kind of, it was not believable to me in that. And in, in the sense that like, did you I think don't know. they would have found her out? Like you think they would have? No, I think I don't believe like, uh, I don't know how to say this and not sound misogynistic, but then I'm going to go don't. for it. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, I don't believe Amy Ryan would have a relationship with that young kid. You know what I'm saying? Why not? I mean, I, I, could I don't, that. I just didn't, it, I'm not, it maybe had the way they presented her in the show and the way they presented him in the show. I didn't see those two get, being a, an item. So it was not that part just didn't, I didn't believe it. Is but, that just because of disparate ages and levels of, yeah, like she's like, like double the age. He's double his age. And yeah, I don't, I think he was a more attractive, like him and Selena Gomez made sense him and, and, but I, I just didn't see, Amy Ryan. I him. don't know. I think you need to uh, you need to expand your idea of what an appropriate couple is. I think Higgins. you need to really uh, <laughs> you need to look inside yourself and think about why you why you feel that way. Okay. Next episode. <laughs> That's your homework. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So no, no, that didn't, that didn't, that gave me pause maybe for a second, but like, yeah, I could buy it. I mean, Amy Ryan is a, is a professional actress and she's a, she's a beautiful woman. Like I, I definitely yes. buy that, that, and he was, he's kind of, he kind of looked like a rat. He kind of had a ratty look to him. So uh, that's in now though. Believe me. That's oh, the rat look. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Fair so, enough. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad you liked it. General, I thought it was really good. Good recommendation. I'm glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good. Just, just like I said, just the, the, the cast was just excellent and they did a great job and yeah, I was, uh, I was really happy. I watched it. Okay, good, good. Anything else that you watch or you want to? Yeah, you know what we should talk about since it's over now is the uh, most recent season of What We Do in the Shadows, which I think we yes. punted. And, and we did. We did start talking about we it. We started, but, it, but now it's now the season has ended. And are you all caught up? I am. So spoilers coming for the most recent season. I think it was the season three. Four, of, three, three. Three. Yeah, uh, of What We Do in the Shadows. And yes, this is another season that like there actually was a spoil, like a potential spoiler here. Yes. Um, at the very, very end of the last episode, Colin Robinson, my favorite one of them, <laughs> seemingly died. So that was no the second to last episode. He does. Was that the second to last? Yes. So the last episode is when they think they get the call from the Vampire Council in London, and they're going to go to London, and then we find out that Colin Robinson is not dead. Well, the, the Colin Robinson that we knew was dead, but I guess energy vampires birth their own re- like replacement. I see. Okay. So yeah. I have not watched that last episode. I thought, Oh, the, tell me. You're, oh, did no, I, I don't care. I mean, you? that's fine. Oh, I, I assumed shit. he wasn't, listen, he was one of the funniest parts of the show. Like that wasn't a permanent. Okay. Death. There was no way that that Cause it's be. actually the end. Of the well, last I mean, now I know really... what it, now I know what it is. So. Oh man. I that's feel fine. bad. It doesn't bother me. Um, okay. but, uh, yeah, I mean, so that's that's a good cliffhanger then, and then and then they come back and kind of bring him back, but they had to bring him back because he's, I'd say, the funniest part of yes. the show. Maybe uh, so. Is, I thought he's up there. I think he, I think he's overused. I think his, if he was used a little less, I think he would be funnier. I the, think he, the relationship they developed and they explain why this happened, right? The, the, the relationship they right. developed him and Matt Barry in the most recent season was, was like really is really good, heartwarming. Yeah. <laughs> you right. love it, like and you'll see. Again, I wish you had watched it, man. I feel like a dick. Um, you shouldn't feel like a see, dick. I don't care. You'll, you'll see in the uh, in the last episode how that relationship is now, how it's also it continues to blossom. Right. Okay. Because um, they reveal happens. because the reveal of Colin Robinson being about to die, quote unquote, is is when Matt Berry's explaining why he's buddied up to him. Right. It's because right. Oh, he's because I found out he's going to die, and then, <laughs> and he's like, I gave him the best last, the <laughs> yeah, exactly. best last month of his life, and it just which shows, is such an amazing part of his character. Him, it shows him being a dick to Colin Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a super Colin guy, Robinson yeah. like falls in love with like that, uh, that that the. Uh, what is it? The muse or whatever. What's the, what's, right. What's, the, the, whatever it is, the chicken lady. Yeah. <laughs> like it shows the siren, him like the Colin, siren. The siren it shows him like pulling Colin Robinson away from her. Even yeah, they yeah. Wanted to be with her. That whole bit is so funny. <laughs> Everything with the two of yeah. them is funny. I think they're the two funny. I mean, I think all of them are funny. I think all five right. of the main cast are. See, I can get old. I can do without Guillermo sometimes, but it, I feel like <sighs> Guillermo, I know you, just need, like, you need him. You need that to make the show work he almost is hard to watch at this point because you know he's never going to be turned into a vampire maybe it's like the very very last thing that happens in the last episode like of the show but like it's just like almost pathetic to see him because he's obviously a smart and and you know strong Mm -hmm. bright guy van helsing blood in him so yeah right and then he's just kind of like wasting it all away because he just he just idolizes um what's his name and he's and he's so i don't know he's so hopelessly devoted to becoming a vampire and it's just you know it's not going to happen I will that's say like the I Colin didn't... Robinson thing. You knew they weren't going to get rid of Colin. I knew he was going to come no, back. No, 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 no. Yeah. If it, it wasn't... wasn't in this season, then it would have been right at the beginning of, of next yeah. season because and, he was a fan um, favorite. 
Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm just going to shout it out now. Bad CGI alert for the, uh, the whole show has terrible CGI. Yeah. And I don't know if that's on purpose or if it's like, cause FX has to have a pretty decent sized budget to make some of that stuff look more. Yeah. More but if you think about the other shows that are in kind of the same production bracket or whatever, it's like always sunny doesn't need CGI. Right. Or right. Like, you no, know, Dave or whatever. But um, I imagine some of those, some of those hard hit, like there's those heavy dramas or like those, like where there's like uh remember um uh, the FX, one no fx has definitely had uh good yeah like, what was the, like, what was the, uh, like what was the marvel movie yeah, legion yeah yeah was that marvel or was that dc marvel yeah that's marvel yeah so like there's a lot of special effects in that and that i think that looks better than this yeah so. yeah i don't know if it's just because it's an fx show doesn't necessarily mean they you know put the same amount of resources behind it or anything Maybe, but, yeah. but whatever i mean you're what I see what you're saying is that they have access to 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 yeah and I feel places like that can do good CGI and yeah right. it might be intentional it might be part of like the camp or the kitsch or yeah. whatever um because there's no shortage of big names that are involved in that show either sure so, you know. I love how I love how like they bring back or they have these random actors playing themselves as vampires yeah people just, who have like the played Donald vampires yeah, yeah. it's just like that's such a great and like he was drawing the he's drawing the family from grounded for life i just found that to be so <laughs> so funny it's like it's such, such a like, good small show. stuff like that, that makes i'm actually one of the reasons i'm not upset that i that i messed up the ending is because i'm just excited there's another episode for me to watch right and there's in the finding out that carl robinson has a, there's like a is morphed into something else i knew like they a were small gonna... There's yeah. a small part. There's there's more of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. That, good. So. I'm sure that I'm sure I was sure they were gonna bring him back. He's he's too funny. Yeah. By the way, right. I'm like he's one of the guys I'm like really into right now. Comedians and um, uh-huh. I kind of went down the rabbit hole and there's some he's done some really funny like uh, Nathan Fielder style like real life comedy bits. Like I don't know if you've seen the videos of of him. Um, he has this alter ego where he's like a professional yo-yoer. And he goes on to like local news stations and like just fucks with them. Like he sucks at yo-yo and he says weird shit. And like these videos are fucking hilarious. And they're like, it's, it's like real hidden camera. Yeah, No, it's real. No, it's not. It's, it's real. Like he goes on local news segments and as like, like, it's like yo local news having like a, like a yo, like a, whatever a pro yo-yo or on as like a, as like a, as like a fluffy piece that they have, that they do like a fluffy piece. Um, and it's, he goes in, he's dressed like a little kid, but then he talks about like how depressed he is. And, and he, the, the funniest thing is seeing them like change the subject when he starts to get really like too real. And you see like the news, the local news anchors like panic to change the subject. And then he actually does the yo-yo tricks and he's, he doesn't know how to yo-yo at all. And they're just like, they're just, they're looking at him like, what are you doing? Um, oh my God. That kind of like, almost like, like real life comedy bit right this is what like nathan like nathan fielder does like uh like um, like like the biggest sensation right now joe para that kind of stuff or uh no joe para is a scripted joe para is a scripted comedy yeah no that's not exactly what i'm talking about um i'm talking about like you remember you know nathan you know nathan fielder nathan for you yes 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 you know uh i I don't know if you've watched it or not but a a couple of his bits have kind of transcended the show right like dumb starbucks for example was like his Mm -hmm. first one where he he made the he rebranded a local coffee store as dumb quote-unquote starbucks to get around it's like for <laughs> you can do that because it's parody law and he yeah. made it look exactly like starbucks and eventually it gets taken down but it became this like big news story he did another thing where he told he basically manufactured a story to tell on late night um talk shows like when he was doing the talk show circuit before the last season of his most recent of his of his show mm-hmm. where he where he makes up a story and then he he kind of turns into a bit and it, but it's something that actually happened right he actually goes on to the late night shows and tells the story and then they're not in on it no they're not in on it no 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 as a matter of fact conan conan has gotten upset because he's done it to conan a couple times (laughs) um but uh 
anyways, it's like, it's like kind of breaking down the wall between TV and reality. And yeah, um, yeah I, I think it's, uh, it, this one was just, this is just, uh, he's just so funny. So there's a lot of stuff that the actor has done. He's, he's in this, um, he's in a segment, he's still involved with Tim Heidecker, you know, from like the Tim and Eric show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still do comedy together. He's just really funny. I think he's going to continue blowing up because I think Colin Robinson has been, is like kind of his breakout role, right? People started to get right. a feel for him when he was in the office. And then, and then he's just, you know, Colin Robinson is well, do we know, a household name. Do we, and I don't know this off at, at all, but like, is, is what we watch in the show, what we do in the shadows, is that a popular show? Meaning I think so. Like, yeah, I think is so. It highly rated. I know it's critically, it's very, it's, it's, it's people, critics love it. Um, but I, mean, I think it's people, a popular people, comedy people yeah. watching it. Yeah. I think you, the average person watches that show. Remember when we were sitting, so. when we were sitting so. right in that very basement that you're in right now and we tossed it on and like some, most people had seen it and people who hadn't were like into it. Like that's where I got into it. Yeah. I think it's I a never, pretty, I had not seen it until you showed it to me. Right. When we were right. Exactly. Ago. So, uh, so, you know, I think, I think it's a, it's a very accessible show, but it does have good dark comedy and, and really funny mm-hmm. characters. And I, uh, I will say, um, the addition of Christian Shaw, Christian Shaw, bad in this last season, not great. You, when a show like adds her, her it's I like not, her in eh. like one in like a small, very small doses, and I feel like she's in it too much. It she was, was not, good it was not, when it was just when she was just in um, Flight of the Concords, and then uh, she's good in Bob's Burgers. But then mm. there was you know for the past ten years she's been in like everything, right? And there's just well, too she's much. got the, she's got a very like unique voice, right? That lends itself to animation and all that kind of stuff, and I think. She's very she's funny. I don't get me wrong. Yeah, she's, she's very funny. funny. Yeah, so just sick of so, her. And so like, yeah, I they feel like she's just everywhere. And I it was just unnecessary to have that character. They didn't need a, like a fourth or fifth lead, whatever the hell it was. Like in they like they the cast of this show was fine without her addition. Yeah, you know? I, we talked about this actually. I think already on the podcast. I kind of resent her for like she was kind of the the t- when Thirty Rock you know jumped the shark so to speak is when she came in and I literally don't remember her being in Thirty. Well, Rock right, before. exactly, and she's in for like a season and a half. I mean, she's there for a while. She she becomes like Liz's like mentor, right? So I think I've ranted about this. Like Thirty Rock as a show is about Jack Donaghy mentoring Liz Lemon. That is the mm-hmm. that is the show. So whoever Liz inevitably mentors by the end of the show, it needed to be someone great. It needed to be someone who helped develop her character and and was a good character themselves and they gave it to Christian Shaw and it was just a huge disappointment. So I resent yeah. her for that aspect <laughs> of, of my favorite show of all time, you know? So that's understandable, I guess. I know. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> um, all right. Good. Great. Right. So, so that's, uh, um, that's what I've been watching. Lots of good stuff. Oh, one more quick thing. I did go to the movies when I was in Seattle with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, what you see? what you see? We saw antlers, the new, um, Oh, now was that scary? It was pretty it was pretty scary, right? So Antlers uh, is the new Guillermo del Toro movie. It stars um, Jesse Plemons, who I love, of course. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Jesse Plemons. Um, and um, what's her name? Carrie, Carrie Russell. Now, yes, Carrie Russell for yep. Felicity. Um, now, you got the IMDb up there, I assume. Is yes. this Guillermo del, to- Guillermo del Toro's first movie since Shape of Water? Ooh, good question. That movie was fucking weird. It was very weird. I just want to make sure that... If- He's not going down a path of releasing weird ass movies that don't make uh, any sense. I um, I don't know. I need to pull up his. Didn't link to it in the fucking IMDb. But that movie, that movie weirded me out. Uh, I'm the sex scenes with fish and. Uh, it's, it that's a little to, too. I mean, as yeah. much as I like weird 
shit. I, like, that I, I was love a weird sex. Too, so. There's a little uh, too much for you. Let me see. Um, da, 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 he's working on Pinocchio right now. Oh, God, the, uh, he, did, he did the witches which is a sh- i know a movie that jamie watched recently the which um, is like the the remake of the of the raw the um the jim henson movie from like the 80s uh, he did the screenplay for the witches with Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway? Yes. oh yeah. wow i didn't know that um but yeah i, I mean besides that. that the the shape of water is pretty much the last movie he's been doing a lot mm. of he's been doing tv he's been doing more tv recently so um uh, i think he's been doing fewer movies um but uh, he has a yeah okay. the movie was good i mean it was carrie russell's really i love carrie russell she's carrie awesome. russell's great from the americans uh, and felicity and- yeah jesse plemons great uh the show the movie was scary enough uh it had mm-hmm. good effects it it was, was good. It like hereditary it looks like a, like a hereditary style a little bit a little bit okay. i would liken it to hereditary yeah uh um very family oriented, very, you know, kids, you know, having to deal with their parents or, or siblings, like scary kids, scaring kids. Exactly. It's exactly, exactly right. Uh, so, um, it was a worthwhile, you know, we were just, we had been, we had been going all around in Seattle and we just had some downtime in Saturday afternoon and we were like, let's just go watch a movie. There was like no one there. They, (laughs) they took our vaccine information, like got some popcorn soda. It was just a really, you know, like we said, going to the movies is back. Going to the movies is 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 back. It's like it's the same back, as it's baby. always been, um, if not even a little better, because there were so few people in there. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, so yeah, I'm so glad you good. had fun. Yeah, I'm glad I did. I you had fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Higgins. Yes, question sir. For you. Yes, sir. What have you been watching? You know what I've been watching. So what have yes. you been watching? So I've been watching movies. Wow. Ever heard of them? Oh, Ever movies. Heard of them? Moving mm-hmm. the moving pictures, so to speak. The moving pictures, yep. Um, so uh, the one movie I will talk about, amongst other things that I've been watching, I, I started season five of Big Mouth, which is, got released, I think, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I don't think you're a fan of Big Mouth, right? No, we've talked about it. It's not really, yeah. my, not really my style. Season five just came out. So I started that. I'm only one episode in. Um, watched the season finale of uh, Murders in the Building. Watched the season finale of... Um, what we do in the shadows. So that's my TV really for the past couple of weeks. Um, I've been on a disaster movie kick and, okay. I, and I don't know if that is a um, sign of the times. Um, I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what have you, so what I did watched, you watch? I watched 20, uh, 2012, mm. uh, 2012, whatever. Great uh, movie. Great movie. Um, I watched um, day after tomorrow with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Dennis Quaid. Another good one. Another great one. Um, I watched the the OG Armageddon. Um, uh, great, holds up. And now the one I want to talk wanna about. Close my eyes. Can we just say how weird it is that Aerosmith, the dude from Aerosmith, wrote a song, like a love song about his that, that ended up being about his daughter in that? You want to know a fun fact that wasn't written by Steven Tyler? Oh, really? It's Aerosmith's only number one song that they've ever had as a band, and it was written by somebody else. All right. That actually makes me feel better because I felt uncomfortable yeah. when that song came on when I was rewatching that movie a, a few months ago. Because um, um, it's like, yeah, is, he, so. is he thinking about his daughter while he's writing this or <laughs> what? I don't understand. Probably. So that's good. I mean, <laughs> yes, all of the above. He's definitely thinking yes. of her when he's performing it, and I think that comes through. <laughs> um, um, okay, sorry. Which one? Which is the... Uh, so the movie I want to focus on was yep. one that I think was the best is been the is the best disaster movie slash I don't even know apocalyptic movie I guess I don't know if you know if it falls under the disaster movie category that I've seen in a long time. Don't tell me give me give me a hint. Let me see if I can guess it. Uh it stars 
someone from another movie. Oh. Um, no, it's the, the main ca- the the leading actor was the leading actor in Three Hundred and P.S. I Love You. Um, are it's you... about it. It's also it also has, shares the name of a of a country. Oh, Rome. You're talking <laughs> Rome. Uh, I don't think I know what you're talking about. All right, it's um Gerard Butler starring in the movie Greenland. Came, oh. out in, came out in 2020. That's um, right. Stars Gerard Butler, um, Marina Bakarin, who she's, you can see her in um, Deadpool. It's got Chris she's Evans. The, Chris Evans. What? Yeah, it says that's Chris Evans. And no, it doesn't. Yeah. What movie are you looking at? I'm Greenland? Looking at, yeah, I'm looking at Greenland. Chris Evans is not in this movie. I Then Google is wrong because in Google, Google right now, it like shows like the little, like the cast, right? When you Google it and it says Chris Evans. No, <laughs> let's see. Like, let's see. He has an uncredited cameo as like an asteroid. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, um, the, the movie is, it's, it's an apocalyptic movie. It's, it's about an asteroid that people, you know, they, they find out it's, it's, it's coming to earth and people are excited about it because they think they're going to see like, you know, a, a big show like a, like an eclipse an asteroid passing through by by earth and all this stuff blah blah blah, blah. and then as the movie progresses you find out oh shit this asteroid is actually going to break into a, a billion pieces and get through our atmosphere and it's going to it's going to wipe out a big part of the civil a big part of civilization mm-hmm. so um gerard butler plays the main character john garrity and he's an engineer like a structural engineer mm-hmm. and when the movie when when we find out that the that the that the asteroid's going to actually in, hit Earth and and wipe out a bunch of it, um, he gets a a bunch of people get a random random calls and random text messages. Oh, that's right, and they're like the ones who can like go and be be like saved or whatever. Right, they're they're like they're considered important enough to like you. They, they got they like the to... wristbands, right? Right. So you've yeah. seen this? Yeah, yeah, I have seen did, it. Yep. Did you? Did you? I thought I it liked was it. Yeah, I thought it was incredibly good. well yeah, yeah. acted. By the way, I like, love disaster movies. Like every movie that you've just yeah. listed, including Greenland, which I kind of forgot about, but now I'm that's coming back to me. Is awesome. Disaster movies right. rock. <laughs> which is obviously like, I also felt like this. It, this this echoed the paranoia and and the fear and the mob mentality that is actually currently happening too like like with the with with vaccines and with and with um and being quarantined and being this and and all that kind of stuff and like when the toilet paper shortage hit and watching people lose their fucking minds over toilet paper like this this is obviously on on a grander scale because it's it's about the world coming to an end potentially but it i feel like it was accurate to see people act that way because as we've lived the last 18 months we know that people can be kind of crazy but stuff like this um but Gerard Butler it's the best movie i've seen Gerard Butler in since probably the 300 by the way um, chris evans was originally going to play gerard butler's role which is why google oh, is confused okay it originally was going to be directed by um neil blom blomkamp i don't know how you pronounce that i think that's right uh, and then starring chris evans and both of them were detached from the from the movie and eventually replaced by well you know what i'm glad because i don't think chris evans could have done nearly as good of a job as Gerard. Butler. i don't Something think i about... can possibly look at chris evans and not think captain america right. ever again right i think gerard butler has the 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 fame has worn off him enough 
from the 300 and PS I love you and the that little that little run that he was on in the in the early 2000s mm-hmm. the um that I think he can I think he can now play these roles more and not be typecast anymore um but yeah I think the movie the movie's great it's incredibly well acted um you got a nice cameo from uh, Roy from the office is in it and he oh, plays yeah. like we a like real him. big douche real big douchebag in this yeah, movie yeah, which yeah. is which I which I enjoy David Denman as an actor so like I don't like rooting against him but he was a douchebag in this um and then also like you know the kid's diabetic like the, the young the young son that of Gerard Butler's diabetic That's so like right. there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like trying to get him his That's medicine like he has to go back and get the medicine yeah. which is why and they, then get, they separated. get separated right. yes yeah, yeah. and then and then the, the movie, movie was great it's really it. And then the big, the big, why it's called Greenland is they, they find out that Greenland has this underground mm-hmm. uh, Navy uh, army base where people can, can, can go and, and seek refuge and wait out this. And know, they disaster. actually, they, if I remember correctly, one of the things that separates it from other disaster and apocalyptic movies is they actually show after they show right. them right. going into the bunker and then they show them coming out of the bunker and everything's like, and I think, over, it's like, like I think they like said it's like over. six months or like eight months yeah, later. Yeah. yeah. So I like finally... that they give you a little bit of visibility into what, what actually, right. it's not ambiguous to like, right. Oh, did they survive or not? Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's, it's a great movie. And it was, it's one of those movies, like it's a popcorn movie. Like you can mm-hmm. set it, sit down, forget about, even though shit like this is kind of happening, like in, in currently in, in the world, you can kind of forget about things and just watch a really well acted disaster movie, which is hard to come by. Like give 2012 and, and, and the day after tomorrow they're due because they are good action movies, but the, it's not, they're not well acted. They're mm-hmm. just, you see like you're in it to see like cool death scenes and like cool, see New York under yeah, a blanket of snow. Like that's, stuff, but yeah. this, like, this is just very, it's different. It's, it's not the same type of disaster movie where it's like, even though it shows a bunch of explosions and like, you know, you see things, get blown up by these asteroids it's it's the acting and it's and and you believe the characters and it's it's you believe the struggles you believe like how how they're how they're feeling about everything and then there's the scene where the dad where the wife's dad decides to stay he doesn't want to run he wants to just die in his home yeah and and like that's believable i feel like that's something that people would do um I don't know. It's just, it was really, it was, it was really good. And I highly recommend it. I think currently it's on HBO max. Um, but I think I also saw it on Hulu as well. So um, I, I could not recommend it more. And I know you said you, you, you enjoyed it. So yeah, I, I mean, did. Yep. That's a rare review that we agree on. True. That's very true. That's very true. So, so uh, a rare genre that we agree on too. I do like it. Disaster movies though. I've I love disaster movies, yeah. disaster movies and like post-apocalyptic movies, which I kind of lump in together, even though they can be very different. Well, post-apocalyptic, I feel like, is falling into like the zombie category. Right, recently. but it doesn't have to. No, I, I don't the, think it has to be there. I think the difference is a disaster movie is about the disaster itself. A post-apocalyptic movie is, by definition, after the disaster. Right. It's happens. about the that's how, how I would. To yeah, it. that's how I would kind of. Like, like, would you like, you would cla- you would clarify Mad Max as? Or you would you would say Mad Max is post-apocalyptic? post-apocalyptic right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that's no, there's no zombies in that or anything like that. Spoiler. I know totally. There's a, there's a, I mean, now, nowadays, post-apocalyptic is almost more climate focused than it is like zombie focused. Right. Climate is obviously way more realistic and going Mm -hmm. to literally going to happen. So that's all I've watched. Um, But I do want to ask, I do want to touch on something. I have not watched Dune yet. Okay. Even though I was in, I'm into it because I, I do take your, your, uh, your opinion very seriously. You don't. As, as pretentious as you are. Um, but it's getting killed in the reviews. A lot of people, a lot of people oh, do not Dune? like it. Yeah, yeah. Is, so the issue with Dune like is it. that when you have, with the exception of like Lord of the Rings, when you have a property that is 
but it's not as good as Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. We already know that from- <laughs> when you have like a like an intellectual property that's so beloved by so many people and so critical to the genre. I mean, Dune is mm-hmm. like a classic sci-fi story, a classic mm-hmm. sci-fi book. Um, it's going to get panned, right? I think right. The, the people there's going to be a good section of people who don't like it. And that's a hard balance because do you do you pander the existing fans? Do you try to put together something that is appealing to people who haven't seen it do you try to walk that line and do both which isn't really you know which is more what kind of lord of the rings really really achieved right. um lord of the rings is like just this monumental thing that everyone really liked and they like like peter jackson just fucking crushed it i mean with lord mm-hmm. of the rings but like think about other other similar adaptations they almost never get very well received even new movies in existing universes like the new star wars movies you can't please a rabid fan base you just can't you just right. can't do it so it does not surprise me that the movie is getting um dune so you had to imagine that dune was especially now it's been so long that this was written for a new audience it wasn't written for the people that were like loyal to the dune to right the dune. which is going to automatically piss off that faction of people and i think as it also was an incomplete story because it's only mm-hmm. half of the book right so right. so as a as a movie goer that's that's new to the story going into it you don't get the whole experience. So right. I think ultimately when the second one comes out and I think it, it's been successful enough that it will come out, you know, they will. So, yeah. One. I think, I think box office wise, I think it's fine. Yeah. Then or, I think um, then it will be a lot more satisfying to have that full arc of, of the characters and see that full story. Right. They only show right. to have, it's like, literally they get you to, they get you to the cliff and they haven't pushed you off yet. I mean, there's, they, they, they set up, you know, the story, but it's all set up. Right. So I understand that people might not necessarily, it might not resonate with them. Okay. Okay. I, I liked it. I liked it enough, right? I thought it was fine. I, I haven't rushed back to watch it again, but um, right. I'm bummed that you haven't watched more of the Halloween series yet because I feel like we could have. I am going to. I am going to watch more of them. I'm definitely going to watch the new one. I'm going to watch H2O because you spoke so, so highly of it. I think you should watch season of the witch because and I'm going to watch like season you, of the witch because you said it's like it's, it aligns with my interests. It's sci-fi. I think there's yeah. not, it's not a horror movie. It's sci-fi. So I feel so like we'll, yeah. So I'll definitely, I'll definitely catch up on those. There's just, there's okay. a lot to watch, dude. There's a lot to watch. There's a, there's a lot. And I, it's cliche. And I feel like we've talked about it a lot. There's too much to watch. There's too much to watch. And you got to like, I, I get so overwhelmed. So freaking yeah, easy on, on stuff that I, I just end up watching something that I've, I've watched 50 times because yeah. I don't want to be, bogged down by like oh this like making it a, sh- a choice is hard like i want to be told what to watch you know i want to be told okay this movie's coming out this movie's great watch this so does our audience and that's why we do yeah. this that's why we come yeah. over here and slave over a hot uh, a hot computer to to bring mm-hmm. you this my kid my computer is hot i should probably check <laughs> um uh, but you know like um uh, one thing i'm not ready to talk about it yet because i want to wait for the season to end but like morning show is, is crushing right now are they in the third season or second second season season. you need to catch up with that i gotta catch i gotta you said you do have apple plus yes i uh we we broke the bank riley will not be going to college and charlotte will have to probably turn tricks in the corner but we do have apple tv now did that feel good talking about your your (laughs) your daughter as a prostitute i said she's turning tricks i didn't say that she's a magician <laughs> Imagine if that's the literal and now like... for my next trick. Turn over this way. <laughs> okay, you got me. You got me. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank that's you. good. Um, How about this? I uh, I will catch up on the morning show if you watch the next three weeks full of SNL. No, pass. No, and the amount no. the amount of time it takes me to catch up on the morning show, I want you to watch two full episodes of of Saturday Night Live. If you actually catch up on the morning show, I will watch the next two complete. Oh no, no, 
Oh, I'm not doing on. it. None. You are SNL so, is fucking bad, oh, dude. I am not doing it. I need if you want to if you want to deprive yourself of watching one of the best shows on TV right now just to make some sort of a weird point, uh, then you can feel free to do that. But you are missing out because let me tell you, uh, Steve just, Carell is giving a masterclass in in complex characters right now. It is really? it is incredible. I am, I am into into his drama stuff. I think he's. Very underrated as a drama actor. And and Billy Crudup is the next big thing. I am I am obsessed with him. <laughs> he's been acting for 50 years. He's the next, he's the next big thing. He's about to have his big breakout. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um all right. Well, I I, I will catch up because I do want to see that. I tell you what, I do see that show. Tell you what, you know when we can watch SNL is next Saturday when I'm at your house. That is true. I was let me look right now. Who's the host of Saturday Night Live next Saturday? SNL hosts. Um Saturday. Uh, 13th. Oh, 13. Uh, John Goodman. That can't be right. Wait, no, what? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> he's been, I said, he's been the host 13. He's been the host 13 times. How did you fuck up that Googling so I said, badly? It says SNL host Saturday. Uh, and I just put, I didn't put the date. I just put 13. <laughs> it, turned, it turned into so Saturday John Live, Goodman. then Saturday, which is redundant with the name of the show. So that's not going to make any November difference. November 13th. <laughs> 2021 the host is jonathan majors who's jonathan majors uh the name sounds familiar he's uh, in oh he's the dude from love oh he's good he's really good from he who the, what what was he's he the dude in? from lovecraft lovecraft country um and he was in he was in loki he's uh He's the the dude at the end, the all the almighty power. Oh. His name, um, from Loki, he's awesome. He's really really funny. So I actually I am he, now looking forward to watching SNL with you next week. Who's the musical? He's, guest? In, he's in Harder They Fall too. That's where that's so Harder They Fall is a new movie that just came out on Netflix. That's getting right. Over. Okay, so they're that's so he's doing like publicity. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna be watching that probably tonight. Actually, Harder They Fall because it's got Idris Elba. Oh man, uh, yeah yeah. Uh, who's the musical guest? Oh, um, John Goodman, John Goodman, five, um, <laughs> oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift is great. Great. I'm looking like forward Taylor to hearing, Swift. uh, she bugs me. Something about Taylor Swift bugs me. Oh, I can't dislike SNL, but you can dislike Taylor Swift. That is such a double standard. That's tremendous. Higgins. I can, I can appreciate her for some of her music the same way you can appreciate SNL for some of the sketches, but you won't even go that, that far and say, that you appreciate them. I will. I said a lot that I liked about SNL when we were talking about it. I like Kyle Mooney. I like Bowen Yang. I like the digital shorts. I like the Lonely Island. I like that they brought in Do Not Destroy. I There's a lot that I like okay. about. Okay. Okay. Hand up. I liked, not to sound pretentious, like pretentious Peter. Oh, here. God. Here it comes. But uh, I enjoy Taylor Swift country stuff. I don't enjoy her pop stuff. That's just so me. you did not like what is maybe the best pop song of the last 10 years? What, Shake It Off? Yeah. No. Yes, you know, it does like an incredible that. song. I didn't know. I, I just said I didn't like it. I know. Um, no, I know you said but, you didn't like it. I'm. Sa- I said it's an incredible song. Right. No, but you said. Oh, so you said you just said no. <laughs> you like I said. I, yeah. Okay. Um, but Riley really likes that song. Oh, good. Plays, we'll uh, we'll do a little dance. Plays routine. it a lot. Yeah. On, uh, she goes. <laughs> she yells out. Uh, Alexa, play "Shake It Off," and it's all it's all fucking th- all the time. Oh, I'm definitely gonna um, do that when I'm when I'm at your house next. Please, week. this is gonna be a great night, dude. We'll watch SNL. Jonathan uh, <laughs> Majors is awesome. I love Tay Sway. Hang out with Tay Riley. Sway. We'll really get Riley like riled up before bedtime, like last. Riled time. up. 
Rayleigh'd up. Rayleigh'd up. up. Oh my God, that'd be so terrifying. I literally literally write one letter wrong in the name of your daughter accidentally because I obviously know that doesn't, that that spelling doesn't make any sense. And you're like, oh, I don't know who that person is. (laughs) It was a joke. (laughs) 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 Well, I got him. Lauren Michaels liked that joke. So that's. Lauren uh, Michaels, that would be one of the funniest things on SNL for the past like three years. So. Nice job. If what if, Lauren if Mike, whatever oh, you yeah. said, whatever any take any excerpt from the boys' chat or from this dumb podcast, and it'll be funnier than what's on which SNL. podcast? Oh, oh, uh, at on the night I go on back. The night I go back. That's yeah. right. They yep. always get a plug. ABC. Always and just remember. Plugging. Yep, exactly. Just very accurate. <laughs> just remember when you're when you're reading when you are a fan and you're reading the on the night I go back Twitter, and someone's making a statement. It only applies to one of us. It does not apply to both of us. So just remember that even if, even if someone positions it as, Hey, we both think this, do we all, do we each need separate, uh, uh, podcast, Twitter accounts? We need to do what like people in bands do when they hate each other and like, and everyone with like dash Higgins or dash Ben. So you know exactly who it's coming from. Yeah. I can do. I can can get behind. I know. I like speaking for you. I feel like if you're, you're Ben, every man, you need to like feel what it's like to be, with every man this is what happened in shambles and yale too when we were in bands and like the rogers or the robs or the jeremy's of the world would tweet something and i'd be like well i don't know if that actually expresses my <laughs> feelings but i guess we're all a unit right so so that's that right uh is that why you guys all broke up that's why all we all bands? collectively broke up yes is that why is that never, why none of those bands ever worked that's right they never they never worked out hey <laughs> that's those those bands birthed the theme music that we have for this that's song. true that's uh, true so for now, this, for this I don't know which band it was, but that the one of the shows that I went to was one of the best times I've seen Brett accuse every single person at the show of stealing his beer. I've that was seen, like so he. I've never seen anybody accused in a room. And that was like a that was like a place like where you're not you're not like at a bar or something. That was like no, a it was space. like a, that was, was like a, a practice yeah. space. And yeah. and he, you're he up like three that. you're like three flights of stairs in this place where you don't know anyone and you're going around and be like did you steal my bud heavy did you steal my bud heavy he, he literally went to every single person who was drinking shout out to brett by the way who i love we, we both love you that uh, well you can speak for both of us there we do love yes brett. we both love brett but brett can, oh, you should around. invite him over next weekend by the way uh yeah i think i will actually it's a good call he's, he's back in mass now so yeah, yeah um he went around to every single person he saw in that <laughs> studio, in that uh, loft, like a loft, right? It's like a like it was like a loft he... practice space. Yeah, it was yeah. like a third floor of like a like an industrial building that was right. repurposed for and music. He yeah. accused every single person he saw with a bud with Budweiser can, not like not some off brand shit. The most popular beer in the world. He accused every single person he saw with the Budweiser. Can, of, can of, you imagine of, bringing of stealing his beers, bringing like an eighteen pack of beer, leaving it like basically open on like this at the side of the room, and then being right. upset when people like, like of course, okay, yeah, it's a little bit of a dick move to take someone's beer when it's not yours, of course. But that's gonna you sure. know that's gonna happen if you if you leave it out, and that place what we talk about, everyone got fucking drunk, all like mm-hmm. really drunk the whole time early and, and, also, and keep in mind that i don't think anybody stole any of his beers I think no he, he probably just lost them. he yeah. drank them all and yeah. lost count well there's I mean, no way in, i could have drank 12 beers case in point the last time you were in town brett came over and we were all hanging out here and he le- he left and made it a point to walk back downstairs and grab the one can 
that he didn't drink of his own beer and bring it and, and leave with it. Which like is wild because where he is he leave one? Like, is yeah, he, exactly. he, like the next place he's going to drink is the next time I come over and we fucking invite him over. Right. Like, he like, couldn't leave. He couldn't just, he couldn't stand to leave one can behind. Meanwhile, I ditched all of my uh, leftover yeah. beers and, and trulies and stuff. Meanwhile, in, in I have not checked that, I have not checked that cooler since. So that that's day, still so. going to be there. All you need to do, just listen, I'll buy some ice and we'll toss the ice in there when I get, when yeah. I get to your house and it'll be nice so. and cold by the night. So. There we go. Who needs to buy beers? I actually have not bought beer in so long because my fridge is still your fridge. Yeah, I'm not going to bring any beers to your place. Your yeah. fridge has like your your beer fridge has everything. It has seltzers, yeah. beers, good beers, drinkable beers. You know, light beers. It's got everything. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's true. It is the giving tree. Is that what the book's about? <laughs> yes, okay. I haven't read it myself, but I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. All I right. I think we're. I think we're, I think yeah, we're done here. Listen, I'm really looking forward to seeing you and the family next week. You and, and Charlotte and Rayleigh. <laughs> Charlotte Rayleigh. Charlotte Rayleigh. Um. And I had a great time doing this podcast with you, even yeah. though you know we don't see eye to eye on things like SNL. That doesn't mean we can't be friends. It's true. That's true. And I will say now, get it out of the way because I'm not sure if we're going to record next weekend just based with everything that's happening. Um, thank you very much for being Riley, uh, Charlotte's godfather. Yes, I really appreciate that. It is an and honor. Thank you for changing your you know schedule around and flying across the country to, to participate in this in this you ceremony. It's nothing. So, I appreciate You're welcome, but it's nothing. It's It's an honor to be a small part of your beautiful family. <laughs> and thank you to Brett for um, not, <laughs> this is another preemptive one. Thank you, Brett, for taking your beers back to uh, next, next Saturday. I know <laughs> he's, being, he's being considered. He doesn't want to leave. Yeah. It's like, I just dumped all of my, because my parents were like, were like, don't bring back more beers because I always buy like a ton of beers and seltzers. And I always leave them at my parents' house. And they're like, we don't want, and they don't drink that, right? Your dad only no. drinks Guinness and your mom. My dad drinks like a little bit of Guinness. Like, wine. Yeah. Wine. And uh, you know, a little bit of wine now. And, um, yeah, it just sits there, right? So yeah. that's why I like, I woke up, I was super hungover. And like the last <laughs> thing I did before I left was just dump all those like loose in your backyard. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it was like an Easter egg hunt. Finding... <laughs> Good stuff. Um, all right. Good. Good Remember podcast. when we used to do a, we used to do a, a closing bit. What was it? Uh, like tropes? We did tropes. Yeah, I've been too lazy to, uh, yeah, to okay. do that. If you want to maybe, right. you know, pull some of your weight. And, and... The, la- the, the trope is laziness. You're at least pretty, uh... we have immense laziness in this podcast <laughs> so all right well that's enough well me. okay thanks for listening like subscribe etc mm-hmm, shout out mm-hmm. adam oh uh i had some of the moose that chuck killed and it was delicious moose meat is actually pretty what good. does it taste what does moose meat taste like it tasted pretty much like ground meat it maybe had a tiny tiny bit of a gamier flavor but it's it was it was good he made uh i think it was like enchiladas or uh, i don't know What's jamie brought it back uh and i was pretty drunk friday from night, beyond so just, the grave like housed it what, yeah. did, what did you do friday night did you get so drunk by yourself same thing i do every night I every friday games, night pinky. play games with uh pj and adam and whoever else wants to hang uh, jeremy and could be you too could have been you uh, I, I know you just don't like hanging out with your friends that's not true it's true you guys are just so much you know you, you you're you're always with your little clicks you know your little you're in the clicks. clicks i don't think i am no. I'm, I'm definitely on the outskirts of this click. You're on the outside. I think, you're looking I, in. I think the only person in the in the group that agrees with me mostly is Matala, and that he doesn't respond to anything. So he it's, did it's today. You, he did. It's he, yeah. He did today about the Jets and about the uh, the Bills. So but, uh, yeah. So that was a nice. It was getting nice getting him back in the mix. But uh, listen, yeah. you gotta you should invite him so, next week too. Shouldn't be so yeah definitely. Shouldn't be so hesitant to hang out with your friends. Your friends like you for some reason. Uh, even Pori. 
No, not Pari. Pari definitely okay. does not like Pari legitimately does not like you. And that's see just your cross to bear. I don't know if that's true or not. It is true. But... It's let me okay. tell you, I've known Pari since we were like two years old. It's true. And... He does not like you. Okay. Good to he's, know. He's never liked you. No, see, that's not true. He has like it's like recently he's seen who you've become as an adult. And he and he stopped and he stopped liking you. So uh that's understandable. I don't know if that if that makes it worse or better. Probably worse. Mm, I mean, it feels it's, worse. It's worse. Yeah, it makes it worse. Yeah. It feels worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he he just developed a distaste for you. But remember, he's been ahead on the curve on on people who you know weren't really great fits for our friend group because he never liked Ian to begin with. And then we got rid of him and you know, that so was now, 18 years ago, though. So, I mean, well, you know, some we, things don't change. We were, we were due for one, I guess, and it had to be me. So you're the new, you're officially the new Ian. I'm a new, I'm the new Ian. Yep. So yep. Higgins sucks. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> Higgins Ian 2024. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Fine. Shout out to uh, Keith and shout my Keith. Sister. Shout out Chuck. Thanks for the meat. Uh, shout out Lisa. Shout out, shout out uh, Adam. Uh, the adam jeremy pj Pari for, Pari, for always even though me. he hates um, you yeah shout out jamie who is very much alive mm. yep she made an appearance on friday so at least pj and adam know that she's alive mm. yes okay i'll take <laughs> i'll take your word for it yeah 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 so. so good okay good podcast see you next time bye all right bye everyone bye